Hey everybody, if you haven't figured it out already, we're doing a story podcast every day between now and Christmas. Usually the story podcast is about weekly, but because it's Christmas and we have Christmas stories to tell, every day between now and Christmas, you can listen to another Christmas story uh, with the Storytelling Podcast. Today's story is called Live Nativity. Christmas is a challenge for pastors. I just try to think of new ways to package the old Christmas traditions and, and the eternal gospel so the truth of it will ring clear and, and it'll be fresh in the hearts of people all year long. But and that's not easy to do. Well, years ago, I sold the young people of the church on doing a live nativity scene. We wanted the community to enjoy it. We, we planned the live nativity for the night of our annual Christmas candlelight service so worshipers could see it as they came to the service. When the night came for our village candlelight service, the little village shone with light from within through stained glass windows. Hundreds of luminaries lined the walks and, and outlined the parking lot. Christmas carols, the most beautiful hymns of Christendom rang out from our little chapel. The kitchen and fellowship hall hummed with life. Ladies of the church, like devoted magi themselves, came bearing their favorite Christmas cookies. Coffee was on to brew and the fragrance spilled over from the fellowship hall into the chapel. And I joyfully presided over all of this orderly Christmas kingdom. The prelude music began to play. The house lights would soon dim, leaving candlelight playing on the glass and polished wood of the pews. Everything was perfectly in place. Suddenly, one of the children burst through the door, red-faced with excitement. Pastor, come, quick, one of the sheep got away. Well, I would have delegated the task, but I followed everyone out into the night. That the frightened animal first sought refuge in an open garage near the church. So one of our men had the sheep cornered for a minute, and then he tripped over a lawnmower, and the sheep got away. Frantic, the animal then shot across the road into the cemetery out behind the Methodist church. Mary left her doll and gave chase. Her 12-year-old husband, Joseph, followed, losing his beard and the bath towel that had been wrapped on his head. The wise men dived at the runaway Sheep without a hint of dignity, cardboard crowns now rolling in the snow. And the shepherds, well, they were quickly exposed as imposters. Worshippers arriving were treated to an amusing display. Traffic clogged in front of the church. Finally, <laughs> mercifully, one of the men, one of the men valiantly dove and tackled the sheep toward the back of the cemetery. He wrestled into the back of Mike Hammond's pickup truck. The service began on time, but there was this buzz of excited amusement. Our intent was to stimulate reverent thoughts. We succeeded in amusing everyone, but came well short of inspiring anyone that night. Well, the service itself was lovely and orderly and no live animals and no surprises. At the end, the room went dark. And one by one, the people lit one another's candles. The families stood together and sang. The children's faces were bathed in candlelight. 
And after singing, I stepped from the platform as I did every year, and I began to dismiss the congregation a row at a time, warmly wishing each of them a Merry Christmas and meaning it deeply. The candlelight glowed on each face, flickered in their eyes as each of them returned the loving Merry Christmas greeting back. And finally, the auditorium emptied. With my candle still burning, I stepped out into the night. I stood and I watched until the last car drove away. And then I was left there with my candle on the front steps of the church in the quiet. I hated to put out my candle. The moon and the stars sparkled on the snow. A few hours before, it was a noisy scene of chaos, now silent, peace restored. At Christmas time, our best plans often erode into chaos and confusion. When that happens to me, I try to quiet my heart and center my affections on Christ because he's the Prince of Peace and he has a powerful way of restoring order and tranquility wherever he's welcomed. So folks, may the Prince of Peace rule in your heart and in your home this Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody.